Would you describe yourself as an orchid or a cactus? Today, I'm talking about moving through the world as a sensitive person and how I believe that owning who you are, giving yourself permission to need what you need, can really help you to shift some of the fear of judgment and shame that sometimes comes with being a person who is impacted by things that other people don't really seem to notice or be bothered by. Welcome to Is It Me or Is It Them? This is a podcast for those of us that want to take responsibility for our half of our relationships and how we show up in our lives, but are tired of trying to clean up the mess on other people's side of the yard. This is for you if you want to be able to set better boundaries without feeling like you're bulldozing anyone, and if you want more harmony, but are tired of sacrificing yourself to get it. Each week, we're talking about showing up and speaking up with more confidence, kindness, and courage. Whether you're in moments of conflict or moments of connection, when you're talking to the ones that you love or dealing with the ones who are driving you crazy. I'm April Boyd, and I'm a psychotherapist and coach. And you might have seen on my Instagram recently where I was talking about how I'd basically killed one of my houseplants. And I wanted to share that because it was such a great example. This houseplant was sitting right beside another houseplant. And while one was dying out and shriveling and (laughs) crashing, the other one was totally thriving and really healthy and good. Even though I had given them both the same amount of sunshine, the same amount of water, and the same amount of attention. And I share this because when we're talking about plants, it's super obvious. It's just basic common sense, I guess to most people except for me maybe, that different plants thrive in different conditions. And yet, for some reason, when we're talking about people, we almost tend to step into this idea that it's weird or wrong for humans to have very specific needs or preferences that might be different than everyone else who's sitting around them. And this is something that comes up a lot in my sessions with my clients, where people share with me that it's not just the thing that they need right, or having that need that makes them uncomfortable or a bit anxious at times. It's really the fear and the worry about being judged, shamed, and misunderstood because they have that need, because their system has that strong preference, right? And so, you know, whether we're talking about being drained by too much socializing being impacted by, you know, too much noise or too much sensory happening in your surroundings, or even being hurt by something that somebody says that maybe on the surface sounded like it was no big deal, but it impacted you and you felt a different weight of their words that other people didn't seem to notice. It's really tricky at times when you have a sensitive system and Other people around you don't necessarily pick up on the stuff that you're picking up on. So for example, for me, I definitely identify as having a sensitive system. So I notice not just the words that someone says, but the energy, the emotion 
that's underneath what they're saying. I feel it if something's off and I can sense it even if most of the other people in the room aren't really picking up on what's happening. I'm acutely aware of the dynamic of not just the words, but really the emotional charge, the conditions that's happening around the words. And so when you look at just the fact that like different plants react differently to different conditions, so do we. So do we. It doesn't mean you're wrong, doesn't mean you're broken, doesn't mean you're high maintenance. We just each are experiencing the same conditions in very different ways. So my partner and I joke in that because this really just became a way that it made sense to me, right? Where I would say, oh, I realized like you are such a cactus and I am such an orchid. My partner can always be fine. No matter what the conditions are, no matter what's happening or not fine or, or what's not happening, he is always fine. He can always make do. He can always be okay. I cannot. <laughs> I am impacted, right? Too much of this or too little of that, and I'm not okay. I won't bloom. Part of me will shrivel up and dry out. So my question for you is, what is it that you need to bloom? What is it that you need to be able to feel okay? What conditions help you to feel your best? So for me, I spend a lot of time in my head, as you maybe realized, you know, if you've listened to a few of these podcasts by now, but the truth is I like it there. And I actually need a lot of time alone to be able to do that. And so it doesn't mean that I don't like you if I'm taking time to myself. It means that I need time alone to be able to feel as good as I need to feel being me, to be able to have the conditions that allow me to do all the other things that I want to do. Right. And so, you know, when we would have people visiting, I would some for an extended period of time, I would sometimes say, you know, I'm going to go have a nap or I'm going to go have a bath or I'm going to go chill out for a bit. And I realized that it was actually almost socially acceptable to say, I need to go take a nap more than it would be to say, I just need to go chill out and have some quiet right now. Right? It's like we haven't really, we're still kind of figuring out as a culture that people need different things. And For a lot of the people that I talk to, this can be such a huge shift because a lot of people have been told if they're a little more of a sensitive person, they kind of got the message that they shouldn't need so much, that they shouldn't feel too much. And if you were someone that growing up around you, the other people didn't really know how to hold space for your emotions or how to deal with challenging situations where they themselves would get overwhelmed if you were upset. You might have got the message either directly or indirectly to cut it out, to just tuck it away and stuff it down, to stop feeling so much. And as a younger person, we can't really identify that the problem is that that person can't hold space for that. 
That's the problem in that situation. Instead, what we internalize is that the problem is us for having too big of feelings, right? The problem is us for being too sensitive. And when you're a kid, you can't actually look at it objectively. You can't look and say, okay, my teach, my caregiver or my family or my teacher is just overwhelmed in their own life or never learned these skills or just doesn't have the full capacity to hold space for their own experience, much less anyone else's. So we internalize the idea that we're wrong for feeling it too much. Right? One woman I was talking to was telling me about being in the school system, and she would often have this fear of needing to ask to go out and take a break when some panic would be coming up for her. And when you think about it, that younger student can't really see it from the perspective of, and I don't know obviously what was happening in that situation from the teacher's perspective, but when you think about a teacher trying to hold space for 30 students, and maybe that teacher doesn't feel fully confident and able to do that, right? Maybe they have some fears that if one student gets away with even an inch, they're going to lose control of the whole room, right? A, A student can't tune into, you know, what might be the personality type or the issue for that other person, So what they really just feel is I'm wrong and it's scary and unsafe to ask for what I need. So what people do to cope is they often try to cut themselves off from what they're feeling or what they're needing by telling themselves that they're wrong to feel that, they're wrong to need that. The problem is me. I'm too much. I'm not enough. And notice how this is such a different goal. I just need to make this feeling stuffed down and go away. I just really shouldn't even need, you know, anything different that the other people around me don't need. Notice that this is a very different goal from the goal of getting really good and noticing what is it that you're feeling? What triggered that feeling? about getting curious about what you need and what's coming up for you. And we move away from the goal of treating our emotions like messengers that might have important information to share with us. Uh, You can check out, I think it's episode number two. A while back I had done um, an episode that you're not wrong to feel what you feel. And in that I shared the example of A woman who just kind of had this gut instinct that her partner was being unfaithful. And because she was also somebody that had been told that she was too sensitive and she'd really, you know, had experiences that disconnected her from being able to trust her emotions. And instead, she'd got the message that her emotions were actually wrong, right? They were out of control. They were too much. They were not accurate and appropriate for the situations that she was encountering in her life. Whereas, you know, it turned out her emotions, her sense of unease was actually trying to give her really important information. So my question for you today is to consider what are the conditions that make you feel good? 
And what is it like to consider this idea of thinking of yourself as the beautiful orchid that you may be instead of trying to live your life like a cactus and to start taking your own needs seriously? It is amazing what shifts and what can grow when you start to allow yourself to just be who you are without making yourself wrong or trying to shame yourself in the process. So I would love to hear how this episode landed for you. And if you found it useful, then please share it with a friend. I would love if you help me get this into the ears of more people that can benefit from being a part of these conversations with us. So if you found this useful, please send it to a friend. That would mean the world to me. And I finalized the dates for Reset Our Mindset. Our next round, this is actually going to be our third round of Reset Our Mindset, and that is a group gathering, a group coaching experience for women who are wanting to go on a six-week deep dive where we leave all the small talk behind and we talk about what is happening with our lives really. And I guide you really through some exercises and some questions so you can start to get really clear on what you need, what's been slowing you down from getting there, and to give you some tools that have been really game changers for me. Tools that I really go back to each time that I'm wanting to just move into a new level, or work through some stuff. So if you're interested in the details, I'm going to put the link in the show notes here. You can also find it in my profile on Instagram and on my website at www.aprilboyd.ca. All right, that's all going to be in the show notes too. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time.